Hello everyone, it's Sean McCaffrey here with another weekly wrap-up. And I'll be honest, this one is a little bit of a tough one for me to record. As most of America knows, the winner of the Super Bowl on Sunday was the Kansas City Chiefs taking down the Philadelphia Eagles. They won the game 38-35. to As I've said many times before, <laughs> I am an Eagles fan. So obviously a heartbreaking loss for me. All the Eagles fans out there, especially obviously the city of Philadelphia, great for Kansas City, congrats to them. And taking you guys through the game, Eagles, they started off great. They took their first possession right down the field. They did what they did all year, scored a touchdown. Jalen Hurts, rushing touchdown. He looked fantastic on Sunday, and he gave the Eagles the early 7-0 lead. The Chiefs responded quickly on the next possession, made it a 7-7 game, and then that is how the first quarter ended with it being a 7-7 game. A missed field goal by the Chiefs, a 3-and-out by the Eagles was also took place in that first quarter. And going into that second quarter, Eagles, they went down the field. They made it a 14-7 game, back to a 7-point lead. But unfortunately, the Eagles get the ball back with that 7-point lead. And Jalen Hurts, it's a 3rd and 6. He gets the snap. Not sure exactly what happened, but for some reason, just fumbled the football. Wasn't even a forced fumble. He just fumbled. Just dropped the ball. Nick Bolton, linebacker for the Chiefs. He's a great player. Recovers a fumble. Takes it for a touchdown. An all-time moment for him. Ties the game up at 14-14. But really, Jalen Hurts responded well, and the Eagles offense as a whole responded well because they took their next possession down took that 7-point lead back. So 21-14, Eagles are up. And then the Chiefs, their offense gets shut down once again, and the Eagles are able to make it a 24-14 game right before the half. So a 10-point lead going into the half. And it's worth mentioning that Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs, it looked like he retweaked his ankle during that first half during a tackle. Three weeks prior to the Super Bowl, he sustained a high ankle sprain. Usually that injury takes four to six weeks at least to recover from. So he's playing the Super Bowl only three weeks later. And it really looked like he tweaked that ankle again. Looked like he was in a lot of pain after from that point on in the second half and the rest of the first half. But honestly, the way he played, you would really never know he had any type of injury. So the Chiefs, they get that second half kickoff. And the offense for the Chiefs looked absolutely incredible the entire second half. The Eagles defense just, they just didn't even look like they belonged on the same field as the Chiefs. The Chiefs just looked like they could do whatever they want on offense and they were going to score a touchdown. So the Chiefs, they went right down the field, made it a 24-21 game after scoring a touchdown. Eagles, they were able to take the ball down, get a field goal, give themselves a six-point lead, make it 27-21. to But the Chiefs, with ease, go down the field again, make it a 28-27 to game, giving them the lead, their first lead in the game. And then... Eagles, they go three and out, they punt the football away, and really this was the dagger, I think, for the Eagles that really just destroyed their momentum. Kadarius Toney, they traded for him earlier in the season. He was a first-round draft pick of the Giants. They traded away a third-round pick and a lower draft pick, I believe a fifth-round pick, to get him onto the team in the middle of the season, right before the trade deadline. And he made his presence known in the Super Bowl. He scored a touchdown earlier and then had the longest punt return in Super Bowl history, 65 yards, he takes it all the way down to the five-yard line, and then the Chiefs from there were able to score with ease, making it a 35-27 to game, and really, the Eagles defense really looked bad in the red zone. Sky Moore 
and Kadarius Toney on the two touchdowns in that second half were just by themselves. It was really just a walk-in touchdown for them on that score that made it 28-27 to and then the score that made it 35-27. to So just a tough look for the Eagles defense. The Eagles offense, however, was able to tie up the game, making it 35-35. to I mean, Jalen Hurts really played an incredible game. I mean, he was willing the Eagles to stay competitive in this one despite the shortcomings of the defense. And then, however, the Chiefs offense, they were able to control the ball, take it all the way down the field. They're in the red zone, a chip shot field goal. There's about a minute, 50-ish seconds left on the clock. The Eagles, they still have a timeout. Chiefs, it's third down. They're trying to run a play. They do run a play. And James Bradbury, cornerback for the Philadelphia Eagles, is called for a defensive holding, which automatically gave the Chiefs a first down, allowed them to run the clock down to about 10 seconds left, kick a field goal, and essentially end the game. Highly controversial call, the fact that he was called for a defensive holding, understanding the circumstance of the game that making that call essentially gave the Chiefs the game. And it wasn't really exactly an obvious call to make. It didn't really affect the outcome of the play, the fact that James Bradbury held him. Now, you may call me biased since I am an Eagles fan, but at the end of the day, the reason the Eagles lost isn't because of that play, that punt return, the way the defense played, the fumble from Jalen Hurts. And and Jalen Hurts was incredible, but that fumble still, at the end of the day, did lead to seven points. So there was a number of other factors that led to the Eagles losing. That penalty had nothing to do with, but the fact that this was such a great game that people really enjoyed watching and it was the deciding play ended up being a penalty. It really, I think, takes away from this game being kind of an all-time classic and adds this element of controversy to it that really shouldn't even be there. And it also brings up that what-if scenario of what if Jalen Hurts had gotten the football with a minute 40 seconds left and a timeout. Could he have led the Eagles to a touchdown? Could he have led them to at least a field goal drive to bring it to overtime? And we would have had overtime in the Super Bowl, which would have been awesome. But my issue is with the penalty is that the way the officials were calling the game, that was not a holding call is what my issue was. So if you're going to officiate the game, at least do it consistently. Now, if they were making calls like that all day, honestly, I would say, you know what? That's how they were calling the game. That's a holding call. But that's not how they were doing it. They were letting them play. They were letting them kind of do a little bit of a tug on the jersey. So that's how James Bradbury played it. They call him for that. It ends up being the deciding play in the Super Bowl. But again, really so many other reasons the Eagles lost the game. They had, I mean, they had a 10-point lead at half. Their defense, which was fantastic all year, especially their pass rush, didn't have a single sack on Sunday. So and, and also, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is is an incredible quarterback, and the way the offense played was just incredible. And really, the Eagles were also outcoached. I mean, I think Andy Reid experienced the head coach of the Chiefs, and then also the offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy, who's been to a number of Super Bowls now, Steve Spagnola, the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. I mean, these guys have Super Bowl experience, playoff experience. Nick Sirianni, only in his second year, his first appearance in a Super Bowl as a head coach. Same with Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator of the Eagles, his first appearance, and then the same story over there for Jonathan Gannon on the defensive side of the football, their defensive coordinator. So just the Eagles coaching staff, they really, it showed that they were less experienced than Andy Reid. And Andy Reid cements his legacy as an all-time coach with two Super Bowl wins now. He's one of the all-time winningest head coaches in NFL history. Mahomes already has established himself, honestly, as an all-time great with his second Super Bowl win, his second MVP this year. He broke the MVP curse. 
Nobody in the 21st century had won the MVP and also won the Super Bowl. Mahomes has now broken the MVP curse, as they call it, with the fact that an MVP had never won a Super Bowl in the 21st century. Mahomes breaks that, wins his second MVP, his second Super Bowl, and really has already put together a Hall of Fame career, and he's only 27 years old. And he was incredible on Sunday, and especially in the second half. He was 13 of 14, just carved up the Eagles' defense, and he did it on on half a leg. He did it with a high ankle sprain that he looks like he re-injured in the first half. So hats off to the Chiefs. Congrats to them. They played a great game. The Eagles, I'll say, you know, being an Eagles fan, maybe the most popular saying from fans in all of sports, maybe my favorite saying, uh, there's always next year. So there's always next year for the Eagles and the other 30 teams that didn't get a Super Bowl victory this year. So there's always next year. This was Sean McCaffrey with the weekly wrap-up, and I'll see you guys next time.